Get out of that chair, woman. Let me play some Sam's. <laughs> Probably because of the game. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. With, like Resident Evil, Evil Five, I didn't have any problems at all seeing stuff. You know, Re- Resident Evil. I'm sorry, I know. Is, uh-huh. that, a, is that is that a painting game? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me put this canvas up on my easel and. <laughs> Tell us about the demo now, because I heard that you can actually punch people in the schnuggies. What's your status? AFK, work, lol. Welcome to the H2MMO podcast. Video game reviews and more for the discerning video gamer. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the H2MMO Podcast, where we have video game reviews, MMO news, and more for your ears. I'm your host, Michael Bartok, and we have with us today, Trish. Hello. And Brandon. Hello, everybody. So, like, this has been an absolutely dreadful month for PlayStation. (laughs) Hasn't it? And they got hacked again yesterday. They did? Yes, they did. Oh, my some God. Their, I... Some of their other servers, not the uh, some of the other Sony servers. Uh-huh. So Sony still has some pretty big issues with their network security right now. Okay. What got hacked yesterday? I haven't even read that. Like, I haven't even, well. See, um, it's the servers that control the coins that you get, whatever, from Sony. Coins? Yeah, there's a, there's a token system they have where you can buy tokens and use that to buy stuff. Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah, they they have it. There's a token system. Well, basically that that system was um, hacked into, and someone went through and redeemed a whole bunch of um, people's tokens and took all their points and moved it over. It's about twelve hundred dollars at least that was done for one person. Wow. Uh, they hacked like eighty accounts and did it. Let's see. Um, I'm showing stories from the 18th and the 20th under Sony hacked again. Babe, what what are you playing? Sims Medieval. Why are you doing that when we're trying to podcast? Because it's wants fun. To... Exactly. Got to get it's... the quest done. Okay. I'll be playing that on the on my plane ride tonight. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. So, well, let's. What do we What do we got lined up? What have we been playing lately? I I've been playing a whole lot of Rift, and that's just about it. What have you guys been playing? Unfortunately, I haven't had the time right now because of because of work. So hopefully that should clear up soon, and I'll get back in some Rift. But I have been playing some uh, slower-paced games like Portal Two and Dark Spore. Oh, cool! Did you get the Dark Spore, uh, the full version of the game? I do. Okay, because I I had the beta, and then the beta uninstalled itself from my computer, so I haven't played it since. All right, okay. And babe, uh, Trish, what you been playing? Well, a lot of Rift. Mm-hmm. And, of course, The Sims Medieval. It's a totally different outtake on The Sims, so it's been interesting learning it, getting the hang of it. And? I'm enjoying it. Okay. Yeah, it, it is an, it's an entirely different feel to a normal Sims game. I mean, I, I actually enjoy it. It's it's more of a, uh, a role-play system now where you got to take a guy, go do some quest or... Do some other events to build up your kingdoms, and eventually you get to the point where, okay, well, now I've got all these different classes. I can go build who I want and go kill off who I want. Why you always got to be trying to kill people? <laughs> it's fun. You can be an assassin in The Sims now. You can poison people's drinks. Heck yeah. Why wouldn't you? You're you're you, sir, have some unresolved issues. <laughs> My therapist says I'm fine. I'm sure. Alright, well then, um, let's, you guys want to go ahead and talk about The Sims Medieval for a little bit? Sure. So, when you, when you start this game, it's kind of got you locked into a tutorial mode. Yes. Yes, it does. And... You have to get to a certain point before it's going to let you get out of tutorial mode and start playing the actual game, so... Because it is like like we said before, it is a lot different from the regular Sims. There is a lot. Um, it's not your typical building and just going to your job. I mean, you're gonna have you could have up to like right now. I think I have twelve different characters that I'm running and having a quest for. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's insane. And and there are quite a few more that you can do. 
So, and it's not like you have to do them all at the same time. You pick a quest at the beginning, then you run that character through that quest. Then when you're done, you pick the next quest, and it could be a different character. Okay. All right. Well, um, what? So you, the first character that you pick is a monarch. Yes. That's going to be the the ruler of your kingdom, your king or your queen. Um, because I'm assuming that Trish picked a king and Brandon picked a queen. No, I got a king. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's your first one. Now, is that the central character in the story? Until you kill him off. Probably. That's just me. Until it, <laughs> you, you broke up there a little bit. Say that again. Until you kill him off, but that's just, that's just me. Oh, okay. So you're going to kill off your own main character. Nice. Mine ticked me off, so I got rid of him. <laughs> okay, so, and then you end up, um, I think I watched Trish play one time, and she had a, uh, she had a knight, and she had a magic user, and... Correct, so, so, I start out, and like everyone, you have to start out with your monarch, you know, that's your tutorial, get used to him, get, go through, figure out how to build up your kingdom, mm-hmm. and my second one I picked was the, um, was the merchants. Okay. So now I'm playing a merchant, oh, that, that's one of the other guys I created, was the merchant. So now I get to go through and, you know, sell, barter, trade, travel, go to other kingdoms, uh-huh. things like that. Because uh, as you go through the game, if you look through town, you can actually buy maps. Uh-huh. Maps to other kingdoms. Maps to um, islands you, hidden off in this. Can you go to other kingdoms? Yes, you can go to other places. Ooh. Oh, I haven't been anywhere yet. Yes. Once you once you get the uh, merchant up and you can actually get with the um, the boats going, you can actually travel. Oh, very cool. Now, Trish, did you pick as a defensive kingdom or an offensive kingdom? I am not sure. That's one, that's one of the first questions I, uh, as you go through the game as a monarch. They ask you, how do you want to play? Do you want to play where you're going to go and raid and take over other kingdoms, or do you want to play where you're going to build up your own kingdom for that's defenses? That's what I did, yeah. That's what I did, too, so that's why I killed him off so I can build up a new one that's going to be evil. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, because... Another thing you do is that as you travel, um, so you go into the town now, periodically you'll be run into this dwarf who's selling stuff. I mean, yes. mine's, a, mine's a dwarf. Yep. The first thing I got from him was dark armor and dark sword. So now I just need a blacksmith so I can build it, and I'll have me a, some nice dark weapons to play with. Oh, very cool. I've been mostly working with my wizard's, wizard's tower and my clinic. And um, I just now got a cathedral. Because if you have a wizard's tower, when he burns himself, like, singes his eyebrows off or <laughs> other various body parts, he's got to go to the clinic. Exactly. And if they can't patch him up, then, well, you know, he's got to have the ceremony at the cathedral. <laughs> so. Like I said, it took me a little bit longer to get the hang of it. And I got a little frustrated and I had stopped for a while. And then I realized, you know, I did a lot of reading up on it and got back on it. And now it's pretty easy. Yeah, it, it takes a little bit to get used to this, and that's what a lot of people are gonna have some might have some issues with used to the original Sims. This isn't that same Sims. No, it's not. Yeah, this is this is definitely not build a house, get a job, and and go shopping. This is <laughs> I've watched Trish play. She's got it up right now, and it's just um, it's got that same Sims kind of look to it, but it's definitely different. This is uh, build a kingdom, make many jobs. What do you think? Okay, so let's think about like, let's think about the next game in the series or whatever. Do you think they're going to stay with this model? I don't think they're going to get rid of their uh, money maker right now, which is The Sims Two and Three. Right. Uh, they're not going to get rid of that, but I do think that they're going to expand on this one. Okay. It yeah, is a so. it's a new variant. It's going to bring in new um new users. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not something that they've got a differentiator. You're going to run out of um fresh money. It's going to stagnate, yeah. If they don't yeah. do something, then this is probably, this probably is going to be a shot in the arm. I still want to play it, and I just I haven't had the time. So, oh, here you oh, go. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Get out of that chair, woman. Let me play some Sims. Okay, so you both of you guys have favorable ratings of of this game. Like you, you think it's a good game? Yep, I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. I I enjoyed it. It's a nice little, you know, when you get some free time, quiet time, sit down and play it. Mm-hmm. Get out some frustration. Go assassinate some random people. Yes, my bosses have become the um people I've been attacking in the game. Oh, well, 
I've, I've been renaming them and creating characters I can just take out. They don't. They don't. They don't listen to this podcast, do they? No, they don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't care. There you go. All right. Well, um, it, in that vein, uh, Trish and I rented um, Kill Zone Three uh, after the PlayStation Network came back up because we enjoy, you know, Army of Two and 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 Borderlands and Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Um, and so we got Kill Zone Three because it's got the the co op campaign, and we sat down and we tried to play it, and well, well, honey, how'd it go? I don't even know where to start. That good, huh? It was just kind of bad. Yeah, it was. I don't. I don't typically. I mean, for myself, like first-person shooters. Um, and it, to me, it seemed very small. Everything was hard to see to me. I don't know. Well, that's probably because we were playing co-op. But still, what co-op? I don't know what a fifty-inch TV that y'all have. That's forty-six. Yeah, forty-six. Though that's still. If you're saying you're having problems seeing it because it's too small, and there's something wrong with their own. Um... Probably because of the game. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. With, like Resident Evil Evil Five, I didn't have any problems at all seeing stuff. You know, Re- Resident Evil. I'm sorry, I know. Is, uh-huh. that, a, is that is that a painting game? Let me put this canvas up on my easel. And... <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just the game's just it's. It it wasn't engaging. It didn't pull me in. It didn't. Uh, and I know that this is the third one in the series, and there's a lot of history that's going on. But it still should be able to pull you in. And if it doesn't pull you in, so you start off, and there's some there's some movies, and and I guess one of the main characters killed the bad guy, and he wasn't supposed to kill the bad guy. He was supposed to arrest the bad guy, and then you've got some lieutenant. Your captain yelling at you, and then some, you know, some military stuff happens, and there's a bridge out, or you gotta meet somewhere, and it's just I don't know, and then it's just dudes in your way at that point. It's just dudes in your way. Yeah. And that's the game. It's just you know. Uh, that's a shame. That's a let's try a way for a game to be. Yeah, well, because I know they put a lot of time and a lot of money into it, and it's supposed to be the best one out of the series. And the second one looked pretty good. This third one, uh, honestly, I don't know if it looked as good as the second one. I'm, I'm not real sure. Uh, I, I know that like the, the facial expressions and the heads, like, were just really kind of. Some of them were kind of messed up. <laughs> like, it, the main one of the main characters, Rico, was just yeah. He just looked like his head was all misshapen, and he just looked weird. He looked like he had just escaped from like Sunnyvale, like you know. Mental yeah, institution. So. He, he, uh, yeah, and and that's why you get these rush jobs in there. Crap. Yeah. Well, it's I don't know. I mean, but this this game has got the full 3D. Not that we didn't play it in 3D, but it's got like full 3D support and move support, and I, I don't know. I I just I wonder they packed all of this stuff into it, and I wonder if it actually made the game any better because I don't think it did. So. I don't know. We didn't. We rented it. I'm glad we rented it. I'm glad we didn't buy it because it's going straight back Monday and like whatever. Yep. So there's Kill Zone Three. If you're thinking about that one, if you haven't played it yet and you're thinking about it, go rent it first. Yes, exactly. So okay, well, on that note, let's talk about something that's quite similar that I think you two would enjoy. Okay. It's called Bullet Storm. Oh no! It okay. So. Bullet Storm is supposed to be very funny, very tongue-in-cheek. Oh, it is hilarious. I, I got the demo. Uh-huh. Oh, I enjoyed the demo so much. It's up to four players, multiplayer. Oh, wow. Is that couch co-op? It's computer. Well, I, I, I played on the computer. I don't know about other platforms. I know I know it's on the, the PlayStation. Huh. I, think. I, ho- I hope it is. Uh, at least two-player couch co-op. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Okay, so uh, tell us about the demo now, because I heard that you can actually punch people in the snuggies. You can punch them, you can shoot them in the snuggies. You can, uh, someone comes at you, you can take and you can kick them up in the air, then you can uh, take and um, shoot them with your weapon, or you can grab them with your arm that's used to pull them towards you and throw them up in the ceiling or into spikes. Or There's so many things you can do, but once you get into multiplayer, one person can do one event, then the next person, you know, they hit them with a weapon, someone else hits them with a weapon. And then third person hits them with a weapon. There's just a whole bunch of different events, and you get points. Huh. You build up uh, different points for how you kill people. The more creative you are in killing, the better points you get. Okay. 
So is this like is it is it like Borderlands? Not as cartoony. It's uh, post-apocalyptic on a uh, future futuristic world. Uh-huh. You've got mutants. You've got your freaks. But yes, think of Borderlands less cartoony, more animated, or more real good 3D drawn in. Uh huh. More good, uh, more events like explosions and scenery, and it's real nice to move around and play in. Mm-hmm. But they, like I said, they built it in a way where you can keep playing it over and over, and just to keep. They made it fun to go back and play the same stage over just to re-get points. Okay. And beat your score and beat your friend's scores. And you can just, you know, you keep picking different weapons. With different weapons you have, different uh, different firing methods you could use them for. Mm-hmm. So you can do different things with each weapon. I mean, it's really good. It actually came out February of uh, right, this year. Right, right. It came out a little while ago. Yes, it did. But before I got it, I grabbed the demo. I okay. wanted to see if it was worth my time, so it actually, I think it's really good, and I'm trying to get some people to get it, so we can play together. Well, okay, so you're playing it on the computer, though, right? I am. Okay, so it's available on PC, Xbox, and 360. Yes. Let's see, Metacritic's got a 84 out of 100, and the user score is 7.6, so that's kind of like 76. Hmm. The, I don't know. We'll have to. Okay, we'll have to check that one out, then. All right. So, okay. Let's see. We talked about Killzone. We talked about Sims Medieval again. <laughs> uh, we talked about... I'm in the wrong Google document. Isn't that cool? <laughs> We're used to it. We, talk, <laughs> we talked about Killzone. We talked about the Sims Medieval. The, okay, let's, let's get the Sony thing out of the way. Sony was hacked somewhere between... What was it like the? Oh, here I've got my notes right here in front of me. So why don't I just go there? Somewhere between April seventeenth and nineteenth, they were hacked. The, the The whole PlayStation Network was hacked, and instead of letting everybody know, Sony just shut it down. Yeah. Like on the nineteenth, and they didn't tell anybody until about a week later. Now, just to clarify here, they weren't attacked by a normal hacker group. You know, they were attacked by professional hackers. They were hit by Anonymous. Anonymous is a very good hacking group. They've hacked quite a few high-profile uh, companies. I've heard, though, that it was a splinter group within Anonymous that did it. It wasn't Anonymous as a whole. Still. So, I don't... Anon- Anonymous doesn't take uh, anyone in that's not good. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I know. I, I, They still haven't figured out, like, who's done it, like, for sure, for official... And I'm waiting to see what they have to say. I'm waiting to see what like anonymous has to say. And it, it yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> anyway, like 77 million users' data was compromised, and that's just like usernames, passwords, like maybe your name, your real name, your address, that kind of stuff. So 77 million users had their data compromised, and then allegedly some 10 million credit card numbers. Wow. Yep. So and at first they said they they were encrypted and then they said you know well you know maybe some of them weren't encrypted and then they said but hey don't don't worry about it because your little three digit security code that wasn't anywhere in there and it's just like get your story straight dudes like Kazuo Hidai uh, who works for Sony's like one of the high like I don't know like the number two number three guy something like that has publicly apologized twice. It's on film. You can go YouTube it. Uh, <laughs> I'm wondering if he's going to apologize anymore. So he's publicly apologized twice. They've Two or three times they've said, oh, well, we're going to bring the network right back up, and then they didn't. And then it's like, oh, we're, we're, we're going to make it more secure this time. And they brought it up on May 14th. May 14th. They were hacked let's just say on the outside, April 17th. So almost a month later to the day, they bring the network back up and it promptly crashed after 30 minutes because everybody and their mom got on the PlayStation network to change their damn password. Yep. And like, I, instead of worrying about my PlayStation password, I changed all my other gaming passwords and I just let them ride and let them do what they were going to do. And when they came up, then I changed... Well, the update forced everybody to change their password. Yep. 
like literally forced you. You couldn't go on without changing your password. And the the network's back up. It's okay. It's it's doing okay. But Sony has taken while this was going on, Sony was taking a huge hit. Oh yeah, they've they've gotten beaten over this one. Well, it's like every minute, every hour that they were down, it was just you know like more air being let out of the balloon, you know. And and, and now that they're back, they might be okay, but there's still going to be that black eye. There's still going to be that stain there. I had to go. I played DC Universe Online for a month, and in order to play that, I had to give them a, a credit card or a debit card or something. So the card that I used could have been in the system. Yep. So for the one card that I used, I went to the bank and I had it changed out. So that number's dead. So if, you know, if if my number was still in the system, if it was exposed, I had to go and take precautions and make sure that that number was dead just in case just in case. And now that's time and energy for me. That's time and energy for my bank. That's a, a a bad experience that's associated with the Sony PlayStation and the PlayStation Network in my mind, because it's you know those jerks made me go and change this card, you know I had to go and get a new one. I had to go interrupt my day. I had to go, you know, uh, take time out of thing other things that I wanted to do to go deal with this, and that's there and it might die down, but it's still going to be in the back of people's minds. Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend of mine that works at the bank, and she said the people that have come in and changed their cards because of this is unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I know. I work in the banking industry with credit cards, and it has been massive. So, yeah, 77 million users, man. And and people, like, people can't afford to take the chance with their cards. And as a matter of fact, my bank offered me... uh, when I was on the phone finishing up, you know, this business or whatever, they said, well, hey, we offer a free service. You can ov- open another no minimum checking account that's tied to your first one, but that has com- a completely different number, completely different card numbers. And you can use that one for your video games. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, somebody was turning on a dime right there. Because if their bank does that, then that means that you can have a limited account that's only got 50 bucks in it. And if somebody hacks that, then it's just, you know, you just shut it down. Well, that, huh. You know, so, I mean, the banks are the banks are getting on board with this. Uh, this hacking stuff and this digital, the, 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 the managing of, of data digitally is, I, I don't know. It, hacking's getting worse. There's more data out there to be hacked. There's more traffic on the Internet. And it's only going to keep getting, you know, larger, more. I, yeah, this is really, really weird. I don't know how this is. I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know how this is going to play out. People are going to offer some stopgap solutions, but the simple fact of the matter is, is that companies aren't really taking care of our data. Companies are getting hacked all the time. They're not telling anybody, and it's interrupting everybody's lives. Lives, and eventually, it's going to get to the point where there's going to have to be some standards for user data. There's probably going to be some laws at some point because right now the law is you have to protect users' information. Okay. That's kind of like the law. But in the future, it's probably going to be you have to have user information segmented in this database. You have to use this at least this type of encryption. There's probably going to be some standards that are going to come out of this at some point. Yeah, minimum standards, but they're going to say we want you something. This is what we say is minimum, but you better do better. Yeah. And and if you don't, then you're exposed to a huge class action lawsuit yep. by all of your users whose data were exposed because your system was hacked. So, bad month for Sony. <sighs> now that I got that out of my system. <laughs> let's see, what else have we got to talk about? You wanted to talk about, uh, well, let's see, you had Dark Spore, Portal 2, and Lego Pirates. Pick one of those. Oh, let's go. Oh, let's go, Dark Spore. All right, I, I played the beta. I thought it was pretty good, but the one thing that I found that was um, a pain in the butt was that I couldn't make my own character. It was a a pre-selected stable of characters that you could buy. Correct. So, game starts out. You're given one character to start with, you know, through the tutorial. Eventually, you get up to three that you're given to begin with. 
And then as you go through, you know, you level up, you gain points where you can go and buy, as you level, unlocked characters. Now, this isn't like normal Spore, where you could actually create your own Spore, you know, tweak them how you wanted them. This is, yes, it, they're pre-built guys, but as you go through, you can buy new parts, you can pick up new parts from uh, monster drops. Uh-huh. And uh, then you can come back and, once you're out of the battle arenas, you can come back and you can actually equip them and tweak your guys and things like that. Okay. I mean, that, that's how the game is. It's it's about a tenth of what the original, of what Spore is and customizations and buildability of the uh, characters. Uh-huh. But it's still pretty fun. They've actually built a nice Diablo type of um, roleplay system into it. Yeah, it's supposed to be very Diablo-esque. Now, each of these characters, they have an element associated with them? They do. There's, there's cyber. There's... Life. Yeah, it's nature. It's bio. Hang on. There's bio, necro, quantum, plasma, and cyber. Okay. So what you do is, as you go through a stage, the stage is built to say, okay, well, here's the type of monsters you'll be fighting against. Here's their elements. Mm -hmm. And what you have is you have a squad. You start out with one squad of three people. Now, if your squad matches that stage, they're going to take a penalty. I mean, that, that person will in your squad. They'll, they'll, they take double damage from that matching affinity. Uh-huh. But if you don't have that, you actually get a bonus against the stage. So that's how they built the um, built the stages, and it's randomized. The stages are randomly uh, built, and so are the monsters that will appear on the stage. Okay. So, but as you go through, you know, you can you unlock more things, you unlock new guys, you unlock new um, additional squads. You can have like I've got up to three squads. Mm -hmm. So I've got three squads right now. Uh, Differentiating between a mixture of all different different groups, just so I can handle the different stages. Because one of the things that they also did is this is up to four player multiplayer. Right now, have you? Because when I played the demo, I didn't play multiplayer. I just wanted to to run around and 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 play with the game. One of the characters I liked the most was um like early on, maybe second stage or whatever. You get a a little two legged robot. He looks kind of like one of the um like if you played like Mech Warrior, like a grasshopper. I think you're talking about Blitz. It's just a little. He's just a little kind of a, a an, an ovoid pod sitting on two legs, and he just shoots missiles out at everybody. Okay. Yes. Yes. You're all right. You're talking. I don't remember his name. Cybers. And I just I had fun with him because you you could just shoot at guys like a million miles away, and then as they come, so you pull them, and then as they come at you, you just shoot them, and then by the time they get to you to your character, they're dead. So. Correct. <laughs> he, he is one of the original one of the uh, initial start offs. There are some other ones as you get up that have. Other abilities like that, like I've got a um, a poison guy, mm -hmm. so I, I shoot out in a nice little arc and get some splash damage, area damage of poison out there, and then I pull the monsters through the poison, it poisons them, and by the time they get up to me, they're dead. Oh, cool. All right. Well, so have you have you played the multiplayer with this? I have. So and multiplayer, I've, I've played it between two and three, uh, three people. Mm -hmm. The game becomes harder. It automatically adjusts for... The number of uh, multiplayers you have going. So if you have two people, it doubles their uh, the monsters' damage and levels. Okay. Three people. All right. Actually, you get halved at two. Then at um, three, you get knocked down again. At four, you're really knocked down. So you're all four trying to take out one guy that normally you can kill by yourself. Uh huh. So they did tweak it that way. And plus, as you go up in the levels, you know, it automatically increases the difficulty of the game. Right, right. Well, that's that's very Diablo. Like it's when you multiplayered in Diablo two, like online, uh, it would give you a little message that Diablo's so and so has joined the game, and Diablo's minions have become stronger. So there was more of them. They were they were tougher, uh, but they also dropped better loot. Yes, you do see a lot of that. Do you see, see some better loot? Um, okay. I I have not played PvP. Uh, you do get to play PvP in this game once you hit level ten. Uh huh. It's not something I've played yet. Haven't now, really. You say level 10. Okay, each of the little... So, you have your overall, basically, your player character level, and then you have your squad's individual levels. Right, so each little monster has a level. Correct. And then you, as the controller, have a, have level. a level as well. So that's like very League of Legends. like. Correct. So, my, my overall is a 26 right now. 
Mm -hmm. That's mine. But my monster levels are around the 80s. Around level 80, so it's built so I can, you know, stay up with the stages. Mm -hmm. Actually, I overpower some of the stages right now. But that's how it's meant to be. Uh huh. But here's the real fun part about this. You can gamble your um your winnings at the end of each stage. Yeah, I remember that. And so so how does that work? Like you if you go through a stage you get a reward. So yeah, what happens is that as you go through a stage, you get basically a roll token. We'll we'll call it a token. And what you do is you take that token and if you say, you know, you want to go back and edit your monsters, it takes a token, you know, and does a roll against it and gives you a number between one and a hundred. Depending on what it is, is what type of uh, level loot you get and what actual level the item is. Mm -hmm. You know, level 100 items are epic items, basically. Okay. Level 80 to 99 are blue items. Then everything else is going to be your yellow items, which are, okay, these are better than green and white. Okay. So you get that. So what happens is, as you go through the stages, they give you an option, you know, collect your loot or... Risk it all. And as you go up in your character level, you can actually say, okay, well, I can buy this upgrade, or I can now risk up to three times, risk up to four times, risk up to five times, and get better items each time. And in order to do that, you have to complete a stage without dying. Correct. If okay. you die, you lose it. Right. Okay. All right. Well, what's your what's your overall uh, re like feeling score for, for Dark Spore? Uh, I'm going to have to... I'll give it, let's say, an 89 out of 100. Really? Well, yeah, okay. it, it's right. really good. It's fun to play multiplayer. It's, mm -hmm. it's enjoyable. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, do you want to talk about... Do we, nah. We got to just... We got to keep moving. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, you've got a plane to catch later today, right? I've got to leave here about 3.30. Okay. So, all right. Well, then let's... Um, we're just going to make this one a little short then. Let's see. Uh, so, Brandon, how's the rift going? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because of work, I have not been able to play. Well, we've noticed that. What level's your character? Like 30-ish? Yeah, 30-ish. Because now, since you've taken a month off, I'm like 40. I'm almost 49. I'm 47. Man. And like you've missed like a whole world event. Uh, we're yeah. into, we're into our the first world event was the River of Souls. That was a bunch of a death rifts, and when that was over, a new um, uh, raid event called the River of Souls opened up. Uh, and now we're into a second world event. Oh, excuse me, it's breakfast trying to come back up. Mmm, biscuits and gravy, my favorite. If there's a second world event that's very similar to the first one, but this time it's it's earth and fire elementals or rifts or whatever. And oh. I have developed a new hobby. They've put in some changes into the game so that when you look on your map, you can see there's a marker to tell you in what zone a major invasion is going on. Oh. Um, and they've also put in, uh, before they had Twitter integration uh, in Rift, uh, now they have... Twitter integration, Facebook integration, and YouTube integration. Oh, jeez. So my new hobby is, because all of these world events center around major invasions, my new hobby is to, to get into that invasion and to, to, to finish the invasion quest so that it spawns the elemental colossus at the end, the big giant guy at the end of a major invasion, uh -huh. and to go find him and to beat on him and film it while I'm doing it, and then when I finish, I upload it to YouTube. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, if you go out on YouTube and you look for like Michael Bartok, uh, I, I think I've got—I don't know—I've got more than a handful out there now. Let me see if I can find it. So let's let's see who I am on YouTube. And what happens is is that you you hit uh, some keys in the game. I think it's Control Y, and you automatically—yeah, I'm Michael Bartok. So my YouTube channel would be Michael Bartok, and so. My YouTube channel, yeah, let's, oh, wow. Let's see, I've got, like, seven of them. So I've got, like, uh, the defeats of all these colossuses, or colossi? Is that how you say it? Colossi? So I've got, um, for the zones that I'm in, 
I've got these little videos that are just... Oh, wow. Can you hear that? What's up? <laughs> I was, one of the videos started playing. Um, the last one I uploaded, I was actually dead, but I still got the achievement. So there are multiple uh, colossi for each zone. So when these invasions end, this guy pops out and then everybody rushes at him and you get these huge public raid groups that are trying to kill these these colossi and there's these the last one i fought was a giant tree his name was barkoth um which is funny because my character's name is bartok bartok barkoth so he's this giant tree on the screen you know and everybody's just putting out as much dps as they can to kill this guy i record the last little bit of the fight and and uh record the achievement and you know, each each invasion has several different versions of these boss. So just b- bosses, just because you you kill one, uh, the same invasion could happen later that day, and it could be a different colossus. And every colossus is an achievement. So uh, I've taken to to doing that. So I'll do the quest. I'll do the zone quest, the zone invasion quest, and then as soon as that's over and the the colossus spawns, I'll get on my little Yarnosaur and on, on my mountain, I'll run over there and uh, try to kill him, be part of the raid group that kills him, and then I get to film a little bit of it and load it up to YouTube. So I've got about, so I've got seven or so that are listed out there now. And you can, if you go to YouTube and you look for Michael Bartok, like all one word, um, you can see these short little videos of the ends of these fights. Um, as we're going through some of the higher level zones and we're going through these invasions and we're killing these colossi. So, and it's actually cool because it's the same view that I see when I play, when I'm playing, uh, Rift. So it's, it's my character. It's my UI. It's my interface. It's, it's my character in the middle. And it's, uh, you can see what the game looks like and you can see like how big these monsters are. You can and see how my buttons are laid out and, uh, what spells I'm casting. Uh, and that's, to me, that's really, really fun because you never know when that invasion's going to happen. Uh, you just kind of have to be there and it, it's, uh, it's my little hobby. I like it. No, that is really neat that they've added that into it. That makes the game a little more interactive for, you know, everyone else. And also let's let you put it out there so people can see like, Ooh, this looks fun. Look at that. Mm-hmm. It is. And it, it's, you know, people, well, what have you been doing in Rift? Like, uh, you know, this is, haha, suck it. Um, nerding out. What about you? Uh, Trish, baby, what how, what do you think of Rift? Now we're we're at the very end game, so we haven't hit the last um, the last two zones are Shimmer Sand and Stillmore, and we've been in Shimmer Sand, um, but then Trish wanted to change. She wanted to go to Iron Pine Peaks because that was all snowy and mountainy, and it was it was pretty. Yes, I was tired of the desert. I like the desert, yo. <laughs> well, we've been having fun. No, I really like I like Rift a lot. Um, the Rifts themselves are unbelievable. I mean, I just, especially since you changed my video card. They are. They're pretty. They're very pretty. They're very pretty. And um, I don't know. I just really like it and enjoy it. And I want to hit 50 and see where it goes from there. Well, I've actually I've actually been in some of the, the end. Well, we, we've been in Shimmer Sand. We yes. fought in Shimmer Sand. Um, and Stillmore is, is even worse. Stillmore... It's very kind of, some parts of it are very green, and it's kind of hilly, but it, it kind of reminds me of, um, what was that zone in uh, in Outland, in the World of Warcraft, one of the very last ones in the Burning Crusade? You know, the, the zone that was all green, but it was like volcanic-y green, where the Netherwing Drakes were? Oh my goodness, I can't remember what the... I can't remember the name of it either, but it was one of the very last zones in... Uh, Burning Crusade and World of Warcraft. And it's that kind of setup because you've got the Defiance and the Guardians are fighting against the the Mythosians that are still loyal to the king or whatever, that are still evil. And so you've got that whole siege mentality. You know, and they've got these big cannons and they're throwing this stuff out and there's soldiers running around of opposing factions and it, it's got that whole very, you know, this is the end of the war, this is the final push. You know, like at the Black Temple in that zone. I can't remember the name of that zone to save my butt. But so like that very whole uh, siege at the front of the Black Temple, you've got that very same feel to it here in, in Stillmore and Rift. So it's it's pretty good. I, I want to get in there. I want to finish um, Iron Pine. You wanted to be there because it's pretty, and I think we've kind of leveled out of it. Yeah. Um, we're ready for the end now. Uh, and then, of course, once we hit end game. 
because we've been doing these world events, because we've been doing these these colossi and the the, the invasions, now we've got all kinds of currencies that we can go um, and buy weapons and armor that are like uh, the first tier of end game. Like we can go and do that because like we've already got currency because we've been participating in these things. I bought. Uh, a recipe to make um, purple armor last night, but I can't wear it because I'm not level 50. So <laughs> I, I want to get to level 50 so I can start playing with some of this stuff. And then I've got um, some tokens to turn in for some armor for level 50, but of course I can't do that because I'm not level 50 yet. Uh, Won't so be I, long. I'm I'm ready to get there. I'm ready to get to end game. I know we've got a couple of other people in our guild that are already 50. We've got Matt. We've got Jeff. We've got Alan. Um, they're ready for 50, uh, or they're already 50, they're ready for us to be 50 so that we can get back out there and we can start doing the in-game dungeons. So it's um, it's been a couple months, but it's it's been good, and we're we're ready to, to, to hit it and take it to the next level. So sure would be nice if you could join us, Brandon. Yes, just, yes, it will. Just saying, just throwing that out there. Once I can get back into it, I'm almost done with this project, and I'll be able to get back into some stuff. Okay, all right. Yeah, and I've got a project coming up at work that may or may not eat into my video game time. My new job's been eating into my video game time anyway. But I know, I'm so ashamed of both of you. I just don't know what to think anymore. She says, as she's playing The Sims Medieval while we're podcasting. <laughs> exactly. I'm not letting anything take away from my video gamery. Wow, you're a jerk. <laughs> I cannot believe you. I can. She married you. <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. I have trained her well. This one is strong in the dark side. <laughs> um, all right, so do we got anything else that we want to talk about before we pull the plug on this? I know this one's kind of short, but... There really hasn't been much, to, you know, anything new coming out to really... Oh, yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Um, the new releases. If you look on the website, I did add some, some bookmarking buttons, so it's very easy to go and bookmark. They're at the bottom of every review blog whatever blog posting that we put up there um so you can go ahead and uh subscribe to our feed you can email it to a friend you can put it on facebook twitter myspace uh uh google bookmarks um you post it to blogger uh, n4g just anything and everything those are there so go ahead and and tell everybody about us when you hear us there's the facebook like button and the article that i'm looking at right now are the may releases Although May is almost over. The big things that were coming out this month, Thor, God of Thunder, because the movie was coming out. Yep. So oh, I've got to get on Metacritic and look that one up real quick. Thor, God of Thunder, and let's see what it says. Oh, 41. The critics gave it a 41 out of 100, and the users gave it a 2.9 out of 10. <laughs> So this game is absolute doo-doo. So anyway, that was coming out. If you bought that, I'm sorry. Brink came out right in the middle of the PlayStation hack. So that caused a problem because Brink is like a heavily multiplayer game. So if you bought it on the, for the PlayStation 3, you couldn't play it, not multiplayer. Huh. The network was down. I mean, you can now, but you couldn't then. Uh, so that came out like the May 10th or May 17th and that probably really hurt them. I mean, they just really, really hurt them. Whether it's a good game or a bad game, what the hacking uh, of the PlayStation network really hurt them because they couldn't, you know, Hey, this is a multiplayer shooter. It's fast paced. It's parkour. Um, for those of you who don't know what parkour means, it's, um, urban running through environments. Jumping over stuff, kind of Jackie Chan. Yeah. So they've got this new game with some of the, you know some new concepts to it. Hey, go check it out. Oh wait, there's no multiplayer. PlayStation Network's down. Ah, uh, how many millions of dollars was that? <laughs> yeah, and then the uh, I know coming out soon is going to be uh, Gears of War three. So that is coming out. I see that's going to be October, November. I'm just talking about May, fool. I know, but... Way out in December and whatnot. You're in Christmas land. Oh, you better believe it. That's going to be one of the good ones. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, L.A. Noir uh, came out this month on the 17th, as did Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, or Caribbean, however you want to say it. Um, you said you got the demo for that, or you had it, Brandon? 
Yeah, we have it actually on the um, on the Xbox. My uh, five-year-old's been playing it. I'm a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. And she enjoys taking and throwing Jack Sparrow into the ocean and feeding him to the sharks. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm assuming that that's probably not the main thrust of the game. No, but you know, it makes her happy. Well, there you go. Um, she laughs very evilly with it, so... I wonder where she got that from. I'm going to say her uncle. Just saying. Her uncle, huh? I'm going to blame it on Kevin. Um, Dirt 3 uh, came out on the... Or is coming out this next week on the 24th. uh, As well as Fear 3. Uh, And then the last Tuesday of the month, the last day of the month, May 31st, we're looking at Dungeon Siege 3 and then Red Faction Armageddon. If Red Faction Armageddon is what I think it is, that's the little vehicle game where you blow everything up, I've heard some bad things about it so i don't know uh anyway you can find all of this up on the may 2011 blog post uh at h2mmo.com all that information's there uh we'll be working on the the june releases soon wow real soon as a matter of fact (laughs) that sucks and if you're interested in playing Rift with us, uh, you look in the right sidebar all the way at the bottom. It says Play Rift with the H2MMO.com staff, and that's got all of our information uh, for our guardians there. We do have a couple of tunes that we rolled up on... What was the name of that server? Hammer... Hammer... Hammerfell? Hammer... Hammerfell. F-E-L-L. Yeah, yep. yeah Hammerfell. like Hammerfell. We rolled up a couple of uh, Defiance there just to see what it's like, but we haven't started a guild or anything. We haven't even got to the main city. Um, so we've we've got that available, and really looking forward to the end game of Rift uh, to see what that's like. Looking forward to getting Matthew back. Matthew's been taking some time off, and you've been AFK because of work. What's your status? AFK, work, lol. Lol. Whatever. <laughs> so, all right. Well, does anybody else have anything that they would like to share? I think I'm good. That's uh, it. You know, you you you're playing your little cardinal there or whatever. I am. Oh, speaking of cardinals and cathedrals, if you haven't had the chance to watch the Borgias on Showtime, like find a way. It's awesome. And you're like, but Mike, that's TV. That doesn't tie into video games. What are you doing? Oh, yes, it does. Because if you played Assassin's Creed 2 and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, the villain, Rodrigo Borgia, is the same guy that became the Pope Alexander whatever, like the sixth, or I can't remember. But So it's the same guy. So if you're used to, uh, if you've played Assassin's Creed uh, 2 and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, um, which I still haven't finished, but I kind of want to now because I've been watching this TV show. It's got Cesare Borgia. It's got Lucrezia Borgia. It's got Rodrigo Borgia. These are the same villains that are in those two video games. And it has been revealed uh, secretly on the cover of that a magazine that, if you were to read it, would be an informer of games that there's going to be a third installment in the Ezio Auditore story of Assassin's Creed, and it's going to take place in uh, Byzantium, a.k.a. Constantinople, a.k.a. Istanbul. So that's where Ezio's story is going to finish. Um, he's going to be a, a much older man, but he's going to have some, some new tools and tricks. Uh, and then I don't know... I haven't finished Brotherhood, so I don't know if he got the Borgias or not. But he's going to move from Rome to to Byzantium. And huh. that's where his thing's going to end. And I'm thinking that Assassin's Creed, the next one, three, if that's what they want to call it. If, that's, if they're going to give a number to every time they start a new storyline, then it'll be three. Um, will take place in Russia. So well, That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. I just Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is so big. Rome is so big. It's such a pain in the butt. And the story, there's just so much to do. It's like it's a little they went too far down that Rockstar lane. Like Assassin's Creed 2 was the perfect game for like that style. It was the perfect one cuz you moved locations. Well, this one you're just you're just in Rome. And Rome is so freaking huge, so I don't know. But anyway. All right, well that's all the news I got. Does anybody got anything else? No, that's about it. Yeah, me too. Okay. Well, then, I'm going to wrap the show up as soon as I get to the top where my show wrap-up is. 
Okay, so if that's it and nobody else has anything to add, we want to thank everybody for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to contact con- contact. <laughs> so please feel free to contact us at the h2mmo.blog at gmail.com inbox and we'll get right back to you as soon as we can or leave a comment on any of our blog posts uh, we'd like to thank uh, the blind monkeys again for supplying the music that you hear at the beginning and end of this podcast you can find out more about them at www.blindmonkeys.com monkeys is spelled m-o-n-k-e-e-z and if you're in the St. Petersburg area, please check out their website and see where they're playing next. They're always happy to hear from somebody coming from the H2MMO blog. Uh, we want to thank all you guys for listening again. Uh, come join us. Come play Rift with us. Uh, I, I think probably in the next month or so, if we, uh, we don't get bored to tears with it, then we're really going to take off uh, and get into the in-game content. We've also got alts that we're rolling, and we're looking at playing the, the Defiant side as well. Uh, so we've got a lot of things going on, and we want all of you guys to come and join us. So that's it for me. Uh, Trish, Brandon, you guys want to say goodbye? Thanks for having me, and goodbye. Goodbye. Walking down on Friday night. All the ladies look so bright. Me and the boys look for fight. Just I just want to come my side. It's hot, late, not being I need one with me extreme We're out and I'm feeling strong But it's dream mind, it won't take long We're talking dirty Always pulling on air We're talking dirty The words she likes to hear Just here, look for sale. Play my cards, Ace is high. She likes game, give it up.